0: Welcome to Podcast, the U.S. Sports Day, NFL Podcast. I'm Robinson. I'm your host. It is Monday, July the 11th. And if you're watching on YouTube, it's actually Friday, July the 8th. That, of course, means Breach, and it it's time for a... Millbag! Turning, of course, John Breach. Uh, Ryan Wilson should be back... Monday? I mean, actual Monday? Maybe for Tuesday show? I don't know.
1: I don't know. He's uh, me and Debo were debating whether Wilson actually went to Italy or if he just sat at home in his basement and told us he went to Italy, which is completely plausible.
0: The latter would be very on brand for
1: Wilson. Um, so he
0: doesn't like, like being like,
1: out in public. He doesn't like dealing with people. Why would he go to airports? or another country? An international
0: air flight with his entire family? That's like he's no. the least favorite thing on the planet, right? Although I bet Wilson in Italy is sort of like. He's like no, <laughs> like I can see him like like popping around and being like oh, I love.
1: With this a glass subject. of wine, and he's yeah. gonna come back all refined. He's gonna have a monocle. He's have oh, he's gonna,
0: guy. There's no like I'm bad about this too, so like I'm being a hypocrite when I I'm, I'm not really criticizing for it, but I'm just saying like like there's no way Wilson doesn't go on an international trip and come back with like some sort of like changed bit of his personality, <laughs> you know? Like even he goes to Asheville and he comes back, he's like oh, I just love like. Fall in, man, and like,
1: or the next time we talk about pizza, he's like, You haven't had pizza until you've had it in Rome or <laughs> yeah, exactly. down on the coast.
0: Or I say something like, Oh, yeah, I had like a nice fettuccine last night. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> um, no back time. Let's get to oh, oh, actually, I forgot we have know my question first. Uh, vote for us with the People's Choice Podcast Awards. We have been nominated for the fourth straight year, and um, you can do that at, I'm actually reading this off the cuff, I'm not even looking at the rundown, but podcastawards.com slash app slash sign up, and you go there and you select sports on the drop down and then select pick six and vote for us. It takes like 60 seconds to do. Um, You can do it, if you look at, if you're watching on YouTube, if you look above Breach's left shoulder, uh, there's a QR code that you can scan. I'm going to try this and see how fast we can do it because I haven't been meaning to vote anyway. Now, let's see. Get my phone out. Oh, open and saf- open a podcast awards in Safari. Oh my god, this is so easy. Blah 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 blah. Okay, it's not opening very quickly, but you get the point. Um, anywho, yeah, do that or uh, just go to the website and, uh, and vote for us. And if we if we win this award, there we go. Sign up to nominate. Um, if we win this award, I if we win not not to get to the finals, we got to win the whole thing. If we win the whole thing, I will get a tattoo
1: of wilson drinking wine in italy with i just the used the qr yeah. code it took me right there that's all you got to do people you when you sign
0: up it's it. like biggest podcast influencer obviously yeah. like red, you know you know i don't red 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 use
1: the qr codes as often as i probably should now whenever i see these things on like burger king commercials i'm gonna start using them why not so um i
0: got a uh newer tv uh with um it, long story i got a new tv and um the uh all the apps on the tv it's like you know smart tv obviously it was like you know there's like you know, hbo max paramount plus which i should have led with i guess uh and, you know, all these different apps every single one when you log in basically it's like it has a qr code ready for you to fire up which is kind of uh kind of awesome Seven sim, sim asks is that the same tattoo promise that wilson made no if we win the best podcast if we win if we win the people's choice podcast award of the sports podcast of the Year. I'll get, I'll get a big ass tattoo on my shoulder because I'm going to get a raise. Like, we'll all get raises. I mean, right? Don't you think?
1: Uh, do you, don't you at least think that we'll get a raise? Uh, I'm not sure how that works, Brenton. Um, and I'm if also we, not the person you should talk to about that. If we
0: win the best podcast, best sports podcast of the year, not that many of these are Um, Pick six. There we go. Done. And now we vote. There we go. That was easy. It took me like five seconds, and I was even—I was podcasting while I did it. It's not even that hard. Um, oh, People's Choice Podcast Award. Yeah, the top overall. If we were the top overall, I will. If we if we voted the top overall podcast of the year, I promise you, I will. I will get a tattoo of Ryan Wilson drinking wine on my back. Or and when people are like, Brenton. "What the hell is that?" <laughs> it's a long story. Listen to the podcast. Go listen to the best podcast of the year.
1: Knowing Brenton, I feel like he would get a tattoo of him getting a tattoo. That would be a classic Brinson. I do that. I'm very interested. Some Inception, some Prince Inception. Brinson Inception.
0: Oh, and then inception. like on, and then that podcast is also getting a tattoo of me getting a tattoo or anything, something like that. Okay, uh, you can vote for us for People's Choice uh, category. Um, and uh, Don points out in the chat. I believe you can vote every day. Wow! So, uh, so vote every day, <laughs> once a day. Go vote for the podcast. If you love the podcast that much. Every um, day.
1: And tell every your friends day. about every day and tell their friends. It's that six degree thing. If you tell six friends and they tell six friends, eventually you cover the whole entire world. That's correct, Rich. I'm not sure how long it takes. You eventually get there though.
0: Um, all right. From the live chat, if you got any questions in the chat, feel free to ask them. We've got a bunch of mailbag questions to answer anyway, but we'll get to one from the chat to start off. If all from Dominic, the blind. If all the hosts had to play on the NFL team, what position would they want to be? I would pick backup quarterback, Make three or five million dollars a year to take notes. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, I think at my age, backup quarterback is probably, I mean, you know, it's, um, what's his name, uh, from Purdue, made all the money? Chase, uh,
1: Chase McDaniel or Chase Daniel.
0: Yeah, Chase, Chase Daniel isn't like that much, or did he go to Missouri? He
1: played Missouri. Missouri.
0: Yeah, he's not that much bigger than like us, I don't think. I mean, he's bigger, obviously, but he's not like that much. Yeah. Let's see how big. I'm not saying he's, like, 5'11".
1: I'm just saying he's... But he's made an insane insane, amount of money.
0: He's six six feet even. Like, that's... Yeah, he's made an insane amount of money as the backup quarterback, as, like, the all-time backup quarterback. Um, Like, I'm pretty sure if you Google Chase Daniel, it's, like, net worth. Like, that's the first thing that pops up. Um, $16 million over the course of his career. Um, Look, like... I mean, like, Mike Lennon makes, you know... Makes good money as a backup quarterback, like uh, Andy Brenton. Dalton. Yes,
1: I believe 40, that Chase Daniel has made.
0: like forty million.
1: Yeah, forty million.
0: I just said okay. Um,
1: so forty million dollars, and he's thrown two hundred and sixty-seven career passes. That is
0: outrageous. Why, I don't know. Who
1: said sixteen million? I mean, just just as an example,
0: some people who are—are are you sure it's forty? Well,
1: he has been paid one hundred and fifty thousand dollars per pass thrown in the NFL. That is wild. Oh,
0: this is all players, not quarterbacks. So like, 150000
1: dollars per pass thrown. $39
0: million. Just to put this in context. Um trying to find a famous quarterback who's made. Much if
1: Tom less. Brady had also been paid 150000 dollars per pass thrown. He would have made one billion six hundred ninety-five million four hundred thirty thousand seven hundred eleven dollars by this point.
0: <laughs> That's kind of amazing. Good job, Breach. Um, there's no like super famous quarterback who didn't make more than that. I don't think. Although well, maybe this. I mean, like, I mean, yeah, quarterbacks. I Man, you make so much damn money. Um, anyway, yeah, I mean, backup quarterback is the obvious answer. I mean, I think like if if I had to pick, like a what position would be best for me. I mean, you know, just like size and size. I mean, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm not fast. So I don't know about a running back, but like, I mean, they're not gonna be a wide receiver. Not gonna be a defensive tackle. Um, maybe a safety.
1: A uh, backup safety. I'm just saying
0: like, if, if you were, you had to play on that. I mean, you would pick kicker. I don't know why we we're doing this. All right. Um, Anything anything other other than the fact that you would be a kicker?
1: Uh, You know what? I think being a long snapper, assuming you know how to long snap, because, you know, all the rules favor you. It's not like the teams can take cheap shots at you. Uh, You see a lot of these guys have been doing this for over 10 years, and you only have to go on the field for five or six plays a game. A lot of pressure on those five or six plays. A lot of pressure. Uh, But I think long snapper, if I had to be a starter, that is – Probably, I think.
0: Okay, fair enough. All right. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Let's go to uh, the actual podcast. The questions from the mailbag that we had previously ready. All right, at ehbay ten thirty on Twitter asks: Do the Ravens have a legit chance for the Super Bowl this year? Lamar is poised for a huge bounce back, and I don't personally believe the wide receiver situation is as bad as it could be. Mark Andrews is still leading the D. Should be much better. Um, I think the Ravens are by far in a way the easiest. So like whenever you do, you know, like what team, five teams to take a step back and five teams to take a step forward, five five non-playoff teams who make the playoffs this coming year, and five playoff teams who don't make the playoffs this coming year. Like the Ravens are by far the easiest team to move into the playoffs, right?
1: Yes. I mean, you can
0: say the Chargers, but that division is hard.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Ravens won eight games. They went eight and nine last season, even though they had like 412 people on injured reserve. Well, I,
0: the, the football outsiders thing that I always cite is that they had a, they had 196 adjusted games lost last year. the are the, the high from the previous year, the 49ers. We had 30 more than anyone else in the, in, the, in the NFL. In a COVID year, counting games lost by COVID was 165. And the Ravens had 196. That is outrageous! How much any injuries they, they suffered uh, before and during the season.
1: Yeah, and they just kept piling up. I mean, you mentioned the running back injuries. Lamar Jackson got injured, and the fact that they kept—they were on the cusp of the playoffs—and despite all these injuries, I mean, they probably should have made it. You look at just how badly they tumbled down the stretch. I think they were the first team in NFL history to start six and two and not make the postseason. Something like that. And so they lost their last six games, Brenton. And so, even with all these injuries, they were still on the cusp of making the postseason. They had a they lost to the Steelers twice by a total of four points. Uh, they had the crazy loss to the, the Packers because they decided to go for two at the end of the game, which they did multiple right. times during that losing streak. And they had the one point loss to the Rams, and so uh a two-point loss to the Browns in that losing streak. So this team just they Played pretty well considering their circumstances. And I do feel like, you know, I don't know if I would use the word Super Bowl because our guy who asked the question used the word Super Bowl, right? Yeah. I'm not going to use the word Super Bowl because the team has not even I mean, made an AFC title game yet. So I, I do think they have a great shot of getting to the playoffs. I will probably pick them to make to the playoffs. Uh, but after that, you know. Well, but I the- mean, like, I mean, can they make anybody who gets to the playoffs can make the Super Bowl? Even the
0: Bengals made the Super Bowl last year.
1: What's that supposed to mean, Brinson? I
0: mean, you know what it's supposed to mean. I mean, point, I mean the if the Bengals can make the Super Bowl, the Ravens can make the Super Bowl. Because, I mean, if you get in the playoffs, you have a chance to make the Super Bowl. And, yes, I understand that there is some thought process that um, that this offense maybe isn't, you know, des- like perfectly designed for playoff situations. But, I mean, Greg Roman and the 49ers offense did it. You know, they got to the Super Bowl with Colin Kaepernick. You know, they've been to, been to multiple t- NFC title games. So, I mean, like I, I think it's I think it's plausible. And I think – like Lamar Jackson is such a great buy low in fantasy this year. I, I feel like I mean, he's getting drafted. You know, I, I did some under. I did an underdog draft, uh, underdog like best ball. So you draft your team and it locks in there. Um, but I did. Uh, I've been doing some underdog drafts and like you get Lamar like pretty late, considering just how much upside he has. Like I, I, well, I, just think, I think people are just forgetting what happens if Lamar Jackson goes full Lamar for an entire season. I mean, he's an MVP caliber player.
1: Well, and that's the thing is that, look, you know, after the 2019 season, everybody was taking Lamar in the first, second round. They're taking him early in these fantasy drafts. And now that he's coming off this uh, injury-riddled season where he wasn't great, he just lost Hollywood Brown, uh, people are sleeping on him. There is no reason the Ravens cannot be one of the best teams they have seen this year.
0: Sorry, I muted myself. I was looking at his ADP. Um, I'm just I'm using fantasy pros just because it's the easiest. Like, Lamar is going – um, he's going ahead just ahead of Joe Burrow. He's going like behind Brees Hall of the Jets, you know. I mean, he's like, I mean, I, I don't know, like, it's 49th, right? So, you're getting him. I mean, what, what round is that? I'm not, I'm not good at math today, but um, he's the fourth quarterback coming off the board, and he's very snug with Kyler Murray, who's just behind him, and Joe Burrow. So I mean like I mean like Justin Herbert's going off around a full and before Lamar Jackson that's crazy to me.
1: It is. It I would, is I mean like, I, like
0: Herbert's great. I, I think Herbert would be fantastic, but I would much rather have Lamar um around later than Justin Herbert. So that's just my thought process there. Um all right. So I mean yeah like and uh, as for just to the wide receivers, I mean it's not as bad as it's being made out to be and actually I believe that
1: I mean it's we'll not a, What Sean Bateman. Is
0: well, we have a, we have a question coming up that, we, that involves rank ranking the AFC North wide receivers. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah we will just get to that in a second. Um, but yes, I am very bullish on the Ravens I think they are an obvious bet. Uh, yes, make playoffs depending on the number you get and two to one to win the division. And that's just too you know. And maybe that number is down now because people are expecting Deshaun to get suspended. But I, I, mean, I, I think the Ravens are a very good bet to win uh, the AFC North at plus money at Jake. One underscore five times says, how much will Patrick Mahomes be affected by the loss of Tyreek Hill? Mm. Very good question. Do you want to answer Breach? Because I don't
1: want to. You know, Andy (laughs) Reid has been so good at changing his system to take advantage of what he has. He has been able to do that for decades. We can go back to his years with the Eagles. They went to four straight – nfc title games in 2004 they had tarolo and they, they it's just if they have receivers you know reed tells his quarterback what to do if they don't have them they do something else and and so i do think this offense is going to be able to adjust without tyreek hill but I, I do think one thing they lose is just kind of this big clutch big play element that, that tyreek hill always seemed to come up with we saw him do it uh, against the Ravens. We saw him do it against the Bills in the divisional playoff game um, where he just comes up because he's so much faster than everyone on the field. Uh, but as far as like being able to just drive the ball up and down the field, they brought in a lot of receivers, whether it's uh, Juju Smith-Schuster or marquez Valdez scantling there, There's guys to throw the ball to, and Patrick Mahomes is going to find them. Yeah, uh I, I think the like when you when you say it out loud, like right now in the offseason, it sounds insane. You're like, they'll be
0: fine. They replaced Tony Hill with Juju Smith Schuster and Marcus mm-hmm. Granis Scantling. Um, but like I do think there's a couple of things you have to remember about this receiver core. And I would also point out, too, that we have five games in Patrick Mahomes' career, and this would be a statnews.com, a great resource for splits, uh, especially quarterbacks without their uh wide receiver splits. Five games. Patrick Mahomes, no Tyreek Hill, a 100 point, 103.1 passer rating, eight touchdowns, one interception, and he averages 347.4 yards per game and 8.8 yards per attempt. Now, of note, in 2017, Patrick Mahomes only played one game, right? The final game of the year against Denver. Right. He looked good. Tyreek Hill also sat out because Alex Smith was sitting out. That's the only time he had an interception. And it was by far and away his worst game without Tyreek Hill. The other four he completed 68.2, 73, 57.1, which is pretty bad, and 56.4% of his passes. But he threw a bunch of you know a bunch of yards, high yards per attempt, and no interceptions in those games. Um, so like I think there's a little bit of Aaron Rodgers without Devontae Adams factor here, but it's even accentuated by the fact that you have still have Travis Kelsey. Miko, I know people don't like Nico Hardman. And that's fine, but the dude is explosive and he's still a young wide receiver and Andy Reids will use a high draft pick on him. So I'm not ruling out Michael Hardman from taking some kind of leap and being like a you know a poor man's Tyreek Hill, you know, which is not a not an insult at all. And then the other thing too with NBS with and Juju, I think what they do they, they both have skill sets that emulate what Tyreek Hill did or what Ty- Tyreek Hill does without being like the whole package, right? So like Juju can operate out of the slot and be a just a devastating weapon underneath. And MBS can be the over the top type of guy. Like you know what I'm saying? Like they're not you can't take the two of them and be like, oh well, we're replacing Tyree Hill, but you can recreate a lot of the things that Tyree Hill gave you by putting those two guys on the field. Like Andy Reid didn't sign those guys by accident.
1: Right. And, and, you know, one of the points I was making earlier with the uh, Eagles getting the Super Bowl in 2004, Andy Reid's the coach, Terrell Owens is their leading receiver. They also got the NFC title game in 2003 without Terrell Owens. Do you know who their leading receiver was that year, Brinson? I will give you 4,000. Wrong. I was going to give you 4,000 guesses. I don't think you would have gotten I had to look it up. Debo, De- do you know who the Eagles' leading wide receiver was in 2003? Debo does not know. Or he's not listening. Either he way, was, he's Googling. He no, he's pretending he's checked out because he doesn't know the answer. He doesn't want to be embarrassed. And he's going to Google it and then chime in with it. Anyway, the answer is Todd Pinkston. The Eagles went to the NFC title game with Todd Pinkston as their leading receiver. And that's an that's Andy Reid yeah. offense. Diva just chatted this. He's like, is Breach breaking up? He's like, I can't hear him. Did you
0: hear anything, Breach, Sam? I can't hear what he's saying about the Eagles leading wide receiver. <laughs> no, Diva, he's not breaking up
1: Uh, hears me loud and clear Debo. What is happening? Uh, But yeah, so skirting the question. You're getting the NFC title game with Todd Pinkston. I I just believe in Andy Reed. That's more what it comes down to.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I'm I'm, I'm very adamant that I am not worried about the Chiefs at all. Their offense anyway. Like I think they'll be fine and that they're good value. And yes. Um, Frankie strength says Juju and Valdez can combine into one human and still couldn't be half of Tyreek. Maybe like 60% Tyreek. I mean, at least fair. 50, at least 51%. Um all right. Let's take a break and when we come what? back, more mailbag questions next. You never know if there's gonna be a commercial or not. Um not always does a commercial. Debo's just checked out, he didn't care anymore. It's unbelievable. Guy gets, yeah. a, prom- guy gets, guy gets a promotion and then like Suddenly, they don't. They won't like actually go through with the promotion, and he's still stuck on this podcast. He's like, he's just getting bitter. He just won't even play the commercials. will
1: the Debo has mailed it in. Yeah, uh, ma- mail, mailbag fun. Oh, I crack myself up. Debo is <laughs> a bag of mail at this point. That's all he is. Oh <laughs> my god! Debo right, are stop are being some, mail.
0: Are you ready for some more mailbag questions? Fun podcast. This is from. K kid four five two one zero on. I missed one. No, I didn't. Um, on Apple Podcast. My question: What's the rankings of the pass catching groups, not wide receivers, pass catching groups in the AFC North and rankings in the AFC West? Also, why does it seem like any time an international team conversation pops up, there are always conversations about a team going to London or somewhere else in the EU, but not any conversations of team going to your friendly neighbor in N e i g h b o u r, neighbor in Canada. We have several sports teams in the different leagues in the USA. It would be a good testing spot for spreading NFL teams outside of the USA. Yet it seems that the possibility of a team coming to Canada is often overlooked. Um, first of all, I appreciate those two questions because they are like completely different and very on brand for the type of question that you would, uh, that you would, or type, type of discussion that you would get on this podcast. Like, hey, let's do some rankings. And by the way, what's up with Canada? um so canada first i would say that i think the bills are the biggest reason because the nfl likes to use likes to let the bills use their leverage to get a new stadium uh, by threatening to go to canada and they did go to canada for a while and play regular season games in canada and so like the bills are basically the de facto canadian team and i think that's the only reason why
1: well i think you also have uh, situation where the NFL is probably trying not to infringe on the CFL. You don't want to go up there and destroy your brethren uh, and take down the Canadian Football League. And you know, like you said, Brinson, they have. Yeah, the NFL set... is
0: always is always like very concerned with what other sports leagues are doing, ratings-wise.
1: Well, I mean, they're not trying to take out the Canadian Football League. Why? There's there's no reason – there there's never been bad blood between the two leagues. It's not like this is a startup sure. like the USFL or the XFL. This is uh, an established league that's kind of just been doing their thing north of the border uh, that no one in America really follows that closely. And then, you know, you hit the the Bills playing in Canada. They, they, they played one game a year in Toronto from 2008 to 2013, but attendance kind of died down. The Bills wanted to get out of the contract, so it does feel like it wasn't getting – huge crowd support. And I think the other issue is where would you put a team? Cause as you mentioned, you're not putting a team in Toronto cause that's too close to Buffalo. It's only two hours away. And uh, so that's kind of out. If you do Vancouver, another big city that once had an NBA team, that's too close to Seattle. And so uh, you're kind of in a, a sensitive part there. And then I'm not sure how many other Canadian cities would have the kind of support to fill a 60,000 seat stadium. Uh, every sunday so yeah i think that it's just a multitude of issues uh and you know what i feel like the the nfl likes putting games in uh, across oceans that's their thing now let's go to london let's go to germany not canada
0: yeah actually the location thing is is an interesting point like toronto is easy to get to you know i mean like you're not putting a team in edmonton expecting them to crush you know or like Winnipeg. I mean, I, I, yeah, maybe that's part of the. I mean, maybe it's, it's maybe. I mean, look, the NFL. If the NFL can make money on something, the NFL will make money on it. So I would, I would think that it's the research probably shows that maybe Canadian Maybe like it's just it, the the payoff isn't there to move a team to Canada. Otherwise, they would they would be playing a ton of games there. Or it's possible. It's possible. Um it's possible that the um, that the NFL. Is as you point out, just has focused their international, um, I do you know, have kind of heavy presence in Mexico too, though you know. Oh yeah, uh, it's a good question.
1: Yeah, and, and a couple everybody comments. Everybody about
0: Montreal. I mean, yes, yes, Breach and I know what. About Montreal. Well, what right,
1: know? and I, I didn't mention Montreal because that would probably be your third or fourth option. If you're not putting a team in Toronto or Vancouver, I'm not sure why you're going to. Your I mean, in Montreal.
0: City. I mean, in Montreal, like still close to. The New York teams and Buffalo. I mean, like all the New York teams.
1: And I think it's like four hours from if you're driving from Buffalo. So that's not. I, I don't know how far yeah. from. Yeah, it's all.
0: I mean, like the, they're they're not. They're all gonna up gonna, there in the Northeast. They're not going to put another team. They're not going like to cannibalize the other Northeast teams with a team, another team in 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 the Northeast. Northeast. I wouldn't think. I, I don't. Know. We'll, we'll we'll research. It. That's a good. It's a good question. Back to the first one. I was thinking about the AFC West. And, you know, frankly, Breach, I I think that the best pass catching group is the Raiders. I think it's Raiders one. And then I think I go Chiefs two because Kelsey is so elite. Then I actually think it might be the Broncos and then the Chargers.
1: You're going to put Keenan Allen and Mike Williams last. It's probably the Chargers and the Broncos. That's fine. Yeah. I, I
0: mean, you, we're, not, we're not counting Austin. We're not counting, like, running backs, right?
1: I mean, it just says pass catchers. If you're going to include Kelsey, well, why can't I mean, you include running backs? Well, I mean, it's a little untraditional, I think.
0: Like, if you're including Austin Eckler, then the Chargers are probably two.
1: Does Austin Eckler catch passes? I mean, do you include Clyde? And he is a like, pass catcher, Brinson.
0: No, that's you know what they mean. They, they mean they mean tight ends and wide receivers. Don't
1: do this. No, nah, if it's a running back who extensively catches passes out, the, if they caught more than 50 passes, I think they qualify. I don't know Austin Eckler's number no, that, that, I just picked the, that up. The top but, my head. but then you disqualify like a, a, other running backs who don't catch passes. That's not fair. Austin Eckler caught 70 passes, he counts as a pass catcher. He caught 70 passes. Chat, does Austin Eckler
0: count as a pass catcher? This isn't same receivers. Debo, are you paying attention again at all?
1: Kinda. Can okay. Debo hear? Me? Did you? Do you know who? I really did leader? not hear the trivia question. I would have nailed that thing earlier.
0: I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> sure. You would have. I'm um, in the
1: office. The Wi-Fi stinks. Whatever. Whatever. Oh, I, that's God. great
0: that the Wi-Fi stinks at a like a multi-million dollar sports media gigantic sports media company. It's unbelievable. Can't what? access gambling sites either. It's so ridiculous. Does Austin Eckler count as a pass catcher? in the sense of asking about ranking the pass catchers.
1: I'm going to say no.
0: Yeah, I think I think no too. I mean like I think someone who
1: got just, 70 passes doesn't just count as a pass you catcher. Count,
0: you don't count the running backs when you say pass pass catchers. I don't
1: two. I don't really agree with it. I think it should be considered like breach but just traditionally like I don't think that is kind of counted when people talk about the term pass catcher. Debo, it's know. our criteria on our mailbag. We can make any criteria we want. No, I don't right. care what it's, other
0: people talk about. It's it's someone saying I want you to rate the rank the wide receivers, but I'm saying pass catchers because Kelsey and Darren no, Waller. Are it doesn't say the receivers. It says
1: pass catching groups.
0: All right, rank them without the running backs.
1: No, I'm not doing that. I'm not rank with the, running backs. The, you are
0: you are the worst. <laughs> rank them with the running backs Then
1: Uh I have the Chargers at 3 and the Broncos at 4. <laughs> So we had the same ranking. You, well, you know, you Echler. could make an argument. I, I would probably put the Chargers ahead of the Chiefs, to be honest. Yeah, I would too. If you're including, Chiefs.
0: if you're including Eckler, I would put Raiders one, Chargers two, Chiefs three, Broncos four.
1: Because we don't know how well Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdes-Scantling are going to fit in the Chiefs system. They might be awesome, but we don't know. And uh, yeah, maybe the Chargers are two anyway. I'm putting the Chargers at two.
0: Okay, I'm fine with that. Yeah,
1: I mean, with, I guess I'm with t- I Austin Eckler as a pass catcher,
0: if Austin Eckler's involved, the Chargers are definitely two. And I think they might—you might be you, right. right there might be two anyway. And the Raiders are clearly one, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, and Hunter Renfro. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's clearly one. There's
1: somebody else we're missing too. Uh, uh Josh Jacobs. <laughs> <laughs> you Keelan Cole, Matt uh, Collins. Yeah, I mean, Darren Waller and Devontae Foster, Adams. Moreau. Darren Waller and Devontae Adams are a solid just with those two. And then you throw in Hunter Renfro. All
0: right. Now, on the counterpoint, I think that if you go with, if you include Eckler, I think the Chargers might actually be one. Eh. I
1: mean,
0: you're it's basically Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Austin Eckler versus Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, and Hunter Renfro. It's very close.
1: Yeah, I'm taking the Raiders. Okay.
0: Um, my sciatic nerve, sciatic, sciatic—I can't even pronounce it. My nerve is acting up I again. Mean, you see me flinching around. Um, AFC North pass catchers. I mean, we don't need to debate it too much. I think the Bengals are very clearly the best uh, uh,
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not even close. The Bengals the, the might the Bengals, have the,
0: the Bengals will be the best in the AFC West too.
1: The Bengals might have the best set in the NFL. When you when you talk about if you talk about the top three and a tight end or or even if you want to include Joe Mixon as a pass catcher,
0: no, just please stop this. Just can we just do it traditionally and just move on?
1: Austin Eckler caught seventy passes. You're not counting him as a pass catcher. That's insane. You know what the question? You know what they're asking. Just stop it. Move along. I cannot believe you're trying to discount someone who got seventy passes.
0: Okay, kid. I'm sorry. The, the – the... This guy just won't answer the question like a normal I'm, human. Football, the football one. Writer won't
1: answer the The Bengals are number one in the division by so far, and then there's a gigantic, monstrous gap the size of the Grand Canyon, and then maybe you get to number two, or there's even more gap before you get to number two. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Who's your number two?
1: Yeah, I mean, that one's a little bit tougher. I mean, the Steelers have Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson – even if they don't have a quarterback to throw them the ball. So the
0: Ravens are the Ravens are clearly last, and we'll give them in just a second. It, it comes down to I mean, um the uh do you want Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples Jones, and David Bell, who they just drafted, plus Jakeem Grant and Joku. And, yeah, and,
1: and Joku. I'm probably taking the Steelers number two.
0: Yeah, I think Steelers are two pretty clearly, and then I mean, I'm taking just like like Amari Cooper would obviously be the number one on the, the Ravens.
1: Yes. Yeah, I'm going Bengals, Steelers, Browns, Ravens. Yeah. So
0: on the Ravens, let's discuss that because we were asked about the Ravens before the wide receivers. Just like, what do you think about the Ravens? Um, what do you think about the Ravens' defense? Do you think it is as bad as it seems? I mean, yes. I don't. I don't think it's as. I don't think it's as, I don't. If we're talking about pass catchers, I mean, Mark Andrews is a one. Man, do the would you? Oh, actually, I didn't think we didn't. Are you, I might take the Ravens over the Browns
1: because of Mark Andrews. Yeah, uh, and then who's your number two guy, Rashad Bateman?
0: Yeah, I mean, second year player.
1: So. Right.
0: Um, I mean, Rashad maybe could have a breakout season. He could be like what they what they wanted Marquise Brown to be.
1: I mean, it's possible, but it's also not possible. And then I mean, they just their guys are so young. Devin DuVernay is going to his third season. It's just the Ravens are tough to judge. But I'm I'm going to keep them at fourth. But it doesn't matter because all they need is Mark Andrews. That's all Lamar loves to throw to. Loves those tight ends. Get the ball to Mark Andrews.
0: I, would, so I went to Baltimore three because of Andrews. Like I, I would rather have Mark Andrews than Amari Cooper. And then I don't think what the Browns have is like, like I don't know. I mean, David Bell or Donovan People jones aren't necessarily better than Rashad Bateman.
1: Yeah. So you're moving the Ravens up to three?
0: Yes. And the Browns are the worst, in the, especially like, and I think that would be proven even more true if we have um, the uh, Deshaun Watson suspension. People are like, oh, Browns are going to stink. Um. All right, next question. Five-star mailbag question from Luke773. Thank you. Assuming Arch Manning lives up to the hype, can you see teams tanking for multiple years to get the first pick? If so, would this potential scandal expedite the lottery draft process similar to NHL, NBA? Love the show. Thanks, guys. What say you, Breach?
1: Well, just to be clear, if people listen to Mailbags regularly, we did get a question a week or two ago that said which team would tank for Arch Manning. So this is different in the sense that asking, uh, can we see multiple teams taking multiple years? Uh, I think the answer to that is no, because you don't need to tank for multiple years. You literally only need to tank for one year, and it's the year that Arch Manning is eligible to be drafted. That's it. That's all you have to tank. So if you find out he's definitely giving the 2026 draft, you don't need to tank in 2024 or 2025. You tank in 2026. You only tank one year. You get the quarterback and then you're successful. So, you do it, uh, you
0: do it like the Colts did in 2011. Yeah, or exactly. Just, yeah, yeah, you just you just you you just break your quarterback's neck and <laughs> you lose a bunch of games and then you get Andrew Luck and then you ruin his career.
1: That is uh maybe the Colts will up getting Arch Manning in 2026 then. Um but yeah, I, I do think that and this did ask about, would this expedite a draft process similar to the NHL and NBA? I don't know if it would, but I would love to see a lottery system in the NFL. I think that would add some suspense. I think the teams uh, who don't make the playoffs, if you have a team that went 6-11 and 11 and didn't make the playoffs and knew they had a shot at the number one overall pick, like if the NFL had that ping a ping-pong lottery show and they aired it on national television, you're watching it. Would, it. Everyone's watching it. We're live oh podcasting God. It would be... We, we would be doing, yes, we would do a live podcast losing our minds. Be Why don't they do that? How are they not doing that? No, I you said earlier they love to make money, everything's about money. That they would make so much money. I think it's because they just feel like
0: they don't have to worry about tanking,
1: but you still should uh, do the lottery. I
0: mean, it's weird. Yeah,
1: they're literally facing accusations that one of the coach owners in the NFL paid a coach to tank. So I, I, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just
0: saying that the NFL doesn't worry about it. Like they're like, real tank. Like if, if Steven Ross is founded like bad tank, he's going to be forced to sell the
1: team. I was going to say if Brian Flores wins this lawsuit, they might start worrying about it. That yeah, is the thing true. that could get the ball rolling on a lottery type system. Get the ball rolling. Ha ha ha
0: ha ha! Really, all the, the puns spin. today.
1: All of the dad yeah. puns.
0: Yeah, I mean, look. Like, let's. Here's the other thing, too. Yeah, you know, Archmanning... Will probably be awesome. Yeah, he, I mean, that, you know, like his his uncle, his dad was incredible. His you know uncle is probably gonna be a hall of famer too. And then Cooper Manning suffered an injury when he was young, so I mean, he didn't get a chance to. by all accounts, he's a very good player. Um, the grandfather was an you know, incredible NFL player, um, but like, is a long way to go before Arch Manning is is tank worthy. You know what I mean? So.
1: He's got to get an NIL with McDonald's, right? Like the arch, the golden arch, something yeah, like that. That's a, that's a
0: good one. That's a good one. That's um, do it. All right.
1: right. At Severn Tobias,
0: there are dozens of us. Oh, a oh, uh, dynasty fantasy uh, question. Two trade offers sent to me. One, J.K. Dobbins for T. Higgins, a 2023 second round pick and fourth round pick. Or... Dobbins and a 2023 first round pick for Mahomes and Mac is uh, what Mac? What's Mac? What Mac is that? There's, there's definitely a better Mac that I'm not thinking of. It's not Khalil Mac, right?
1: Uh Unless it's a defensive. It's not Marlon Mac, right? Who's <laughs> uh, the
0: Mac? Mac Hollins? Is there a very obvious Mac that we're missing here?
1: This is interesting, to say the least. Alex Mac? Is it? Is it I, mean, I don't know. You need to get a hold of old Severn Tobias and ask him, what are we doing here, man? Marlon Mac, Khalil Mac.
0: I mean, we're not missing a Mac, right?
1: Um, I cannot think. Uh, I thought Khalil Mac, but I was like, "This defensive player." Why are we talking fantasy and defense?
0: Yeah, Devo jumped into. Yeah, there's no. Um, well, like, okay, yeah. It's it's either Marlon Mack or, or Khalil Mac. I think. Um, it's a dynasty, so it probably is Khalil Mac.
1: But oh,
0: it could be Mac Jones. Oh yeah, it was M A C K. On the question.
1: That is true. He spelled it M-A-C-K.
0: C-Mart came with Mac Jones. Yeah, that's, that's why I didn't think of it because Mac is M-A-C.
1: Um, this is why I only join fantasy leagues that uh, are normal. That's it. I have my, my 12-team league. I do my snake draft. And, and then I don't deal with trades. I, don't, oh, I, I
0: won't what, trade you know anyone. What, you know what? It probably is Mac Jones. Because... It's got to be the only one that makes sense here. Because it's a super flex tight in premium league, which means you can play two. Oh, MAC is McCorkle. Is it MAC? McCorkle Jones. Matt Corkle Jones. No, McCorkle McCorkle does not have MACK in it. It's M C C O R K L E.
1: But it does have a K in it. Right. Yeah. And? Um,
0: yeah. So it's probably Matt Jones since it's a super flex, meaning you can play two quarterbacks at once. So why is, is he's so the question? What am I missing? Has Dobbins been declared number one running back for twenty two already? So this guy, I think what's happening is this
1: I think what's happening guy, is, is it's a Debo burner account asking this question to see how much he could confuse you on the podcast live. Possible. Awesome.
0: I, I mean, in order to me, burner cameras, I'm really high on JK Dobbins. I, I mean, I think that this is so. This is he's being offered Dobbins for Higgins and two draft picks, or Dobbins in a first round pick for Patrick Mahomes and uh Mac Jones. I mean, I think both of these are firm news because, um, oh, you know what we'll do? Uh, let me see what we'll do. um. Oh, one
1: second, I'm gonna. Brenton is counting live on the podcast. That is never a good thing.
0: No, 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 no. no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over to our, our pals at DynastyLeagueFootball.com, who do great work. Not that we don't have Dynasty League uh, analysis at CBSSports.com, we do. But one thing we don't have, you
1: are throwing our fantasy guys under the bus here. Uh-uh.
0: One thing that we don't have breach is a Dynasty trade analyzer. What? Which they do. So let's plug in Dobbins. And then what we say a, um, so we're going to add Dobbins on one side. There we go. Then we're going to add a future draft pick. We say a uh, twenty twenty three round 2 and round 4. So we're going to add a 2023 20, 20, 20, mid-round 2nd and a 2023 mid-round 4th. And on the other side we have T. Higgins, did I take that wrong with the draft picks? Might have. I was just Dobbins and Higgins for the draft picks. All right, let me clear this out. Sorry. Uh, nothing like a live. Right, future draft picks, 2023, mid-round second again. Wait, no, this is a terrible trade anyway. T. Higgins is way better. He's worth way more dynasty points than J.K. Dobbins. You're also talking about a 23-year-old wide receiver on a pass-happy team. Like, that's a cra- That's great – you don't do that. They had much rather, Everybody would much rather have T. Higgins than J.K. Dobbins in Dynasty. So you wouldn't give up T. Higgins for J.K. Dobbins. You definitely wouldn't give up two picks plus T. Higgins for J.K. Dobbins. I agree with that. Um, and then, let's see, Dobbins and a future, say, mid-round first. That is a lot. For Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. And Mac Jones. I think I can add. Oh, but yeah, but I would he,
1: listen to a podcast where you just uh, punch in trade scenarios, fantasy trade <laughs> scenarios live. That should be what we do every Friday instead of mailbags.
0: Well, the nice thing is you can actually, um, you can actually make it a super flex league or look. Okay. That is uh, no, it's a terrible trade. It's super flex. Patrick Mahomes is worth more than J.K. Dobbins and the first round pick by himself. And Mac Jones is worth uh, more than J.K. Dobbins, according to this calculator. So, both pick both trade offers, terrible. You're not missing anything. Don't make those trades. Brent's Unless in. I'm wrong and you're giving up Dobbins for those trades, then you should do those immediately.
1: Has dropped the gavel. That's what we're doing here. And if, if you're great. Jesse Clark in the chat, says it sounds like he's giving up Dobbins.
0: If that's the case, the – I mean, if you're giving up Dobbins in a future first, I'm taking Mahomes and Mac Jones in a Superflex league all day because you're serving both guys every week and you're crushing it. So that's my take on that. Any thoughts on the Dynasty training? I know that's your specialty.
1: Uh, Yeah, my thought is that don't play in Dynasty fantasy leagues because then you spend your whole entire life becomes consumed by trying to figure out whether or not you should take trades and who you should draft, I'm telling you, stick with the 12-team snake drafts. That's all I do, Brenton. I don't go of out of my wheelhouse. Do. I stay in my lane. No dynasty leagues. No rookie leagues. No kicker leagues, although I'd love to be in a kicker league. That's it. I'm in a 12-team league. We do a snake draft. That's it. All
0: right, no that's future you trades. Please. You're older than Prisco. Sadder than – geez. At least, sadder than Prisco even.
1: Prisco doesn't ridiculous. even know what a fantasy football league is, so I've got that over him.
0: He's inter- He's actually in our dynasty league. What?
1: Uh, Has yeah. he ever finished in the top three?
0: He stinks. Look at this. And like every time, when he, every time when he's like out of he's like, "I will dump everyone. I don't care. I'll ruin this league. I'll destroy it with my trade. I'll dump like, everyone." Well, and there's nothing you can do about it.
1: Prisco <laughs> in there like trying to draft Terry Bradshaw and Roger Staubach, and you guys are like, "They're they're not playing anymore." Prisco, what are uh, you doing? Yeah, he always he always Jeff Jaguars too. Like, he's, he's. That that so he automatically loses. He's basically yeah. forfeiting the season by doing that. Correct. All right, that's the show.
0: That'll do it. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For breach, I'm Brinson. Have a great Monday. If you're listening, have a great weekend. If you were watching on YouTube, we'll talk to you guys later.
2: Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.